But as my old principal once told me, she she always said, make sure you fill your bucket. I thought that was the strangest thing at first. But when you think about it, you have a bucket. It needs to be full. And when you keep doing other things for other people, you're poking holes in it and it's leaking out or you're pouring out of your bucket. You have to remember to fill back your own bucket and make sure your bucket is full. So in terms of self-care, um, it is definitely important to, instead of expending all of your time helping everybody out and pleasing other people, to take the time and fill your bucket and take care of yourself. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our wayward lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. You're worse, worse than before. Not yet, not yet. Ready? Take away, take away the lid. No? Still no, Courtney? He's gone. She'll be back. I should do this for karaoke. Yes. It's like thunder, lightning, the wind. set up i had my what mic you... set up for the headphone mic i'm not ah. Ah. did you hear the song i was no. playing at all yep take two okay well here Nothing. But I do have an idea for another episode. We should totally do a lip sync battle. I just was thinking the same thing. Great idea. What's happening? My hair won't stay up. I think that would be totally off. I love it. Look at this guy. Who are you? Why are you Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Like, but hold on. My hair is in a ponytail. Look at all of my hair. 
what is this guy? Where'd you come from? Where did you Where'd go? Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come Where'd from, Cotton Eye Joe? What, do, is this shadow bothersome? Okay. No. No, just do. Every now and then I'm going to be like, so, okay. <laughs> no. okay. That's good. Great. Are you ready? I've been recording this whole time because I thought Mom and I Love Singing was great. So. Oh, shit. My face. My face. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Here we go. Let's just go ahead. You know, uh, I'm going to retext that picture because it's so far back in our chat now. So we have this up. And then we will go ahead and start our episode for tonight. So here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm your host and seems like permanent host, Brittany, joined by <laughs> my mother, Amy. Well, hello, everyone. And my sister, Courtney. Hello, sister. <laughs> hello, sister. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about a post my mom found it's called 12 stealth hello 12 steps for self-care we're gonna cover six of them today kind of give you our opinions on them maybe some life experiences um and then next episode we'll go over the rest of the six but before we start today's episode we are gonna go ahead and get that trivia going and mom has some trivia about pot pourries yes pot pourries indeed all right folks um I'll give you seven, all right? Seven. All right. Seven. Number one. What do we call a newly hatched butterfly? A moth? A butter? A caterpillar? A chrysalis? D. Chrysalis. chrysalis. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, is it me? <laughs> it's a caterpillar. No, that is wrong. That question is worded wrongly. A newly hatched butterfly is a not a caterpillar. Hatched, a newly hatched butterfly was a it's caterpillar. So is, no. Oh, wait. Can you repeat the question? No, because if it's hatched, <laughs> something wrong it's hatched happened into a butterfly. It is now a butterfly. <sighs> Please repeat the question. What do we call a newly hatched no, butterfly? A, a butterfly. butterfly. question. <laughs> I moved to strike. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It should have been, what was the butterfly before it hatched? Yeah. All right. Number two. In total, how many novels were written by the Bronte sisters? (laughs) Can I get one book written by them? Do you have that? Little women gone with the wind. Little oh, women. God. Come on, didn't you read that in no. school? I didn't. Twelve. Really? Five. I'm feeling the number twelve. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A four. <laughs> B five. C six. D I'm seven. Five. five. I'm going with five. Five. D seven. Sorry. Okay. All right, guys. We're doing really good here. All right, number three. What? Did Viking people use as money? A. Rune stones. B. Jewelry. C. Sealskins. D. Wool. 
Seal skins. Or seal skins. Bee jewelry. I think mom just looked for the questions that we would never guess right as payback for all of the lyric (laughs) songs we ever gave her. Okay, next episode we're doing a lyric one. (laughs) Hold on, pause. I remember in my mind. Oh, Oh, well, some door dashes here. My dog is barking. I apologize. Continue, mother. All right. Uh, What was the first country to use tanks in combat during World War I? A, France, B, Japan, C, Britain, D, Germany. No, that was World War II. Britain, eh? France. C, Britain. (laughs) We're almost done here. (laughs) What is the main component of the sun? A, liquid gas. lava, gas, B, gas. gas, C, molten rock, D, I'm sorry, C, molten iron, D, rock. I'm going to say gas. I, I... Sure. Cool. Can you repeat the question, please? <laughs> what? what is the main component of the sun? I don't like these questions. Liquid lava, gas, molten iron, rock. Wow, that's thunder in the background. I don't know if that's coming through. Liquid lava. Gas. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Two more. (laughs) Goulash is a type of beef soup in which country? Czech Republic, Hungary, Slovakia, Ireland. Well... Alaska's not a country. I got it. There is Hungarian beef goulash. There is Polish goulash. Not sure if there's a Russian goulash, but I'm going to say Hungary. Yeah, me too. Or Czech. Yeah, you guys got one right. What's goulash? Goulash. You know, goulash. It's like a beef soup. We just said it's a type of beef soup. Soup. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> All right, last question. Which two months are named after emperors of the Roman Empire? January, January. and February. There's two. January and February. <laughs> March and April. May and June. July and August. Wait. No, it's July and August. Wait. July and August. Julius and Augustus. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yay! I know. So Congratulations, ladies. Y'all did it. <laughs> Great job, sister. I loved it. Next week, we're doing uh, music trivia. If you do it from lyrics. the 70s, I will lose. No, we're doing the 70s because mom clearly knows the 70s. So we got to give her a chance. You knew that song and Courtney didn't. Guys, talk. You know that song and Courtney didn't. There are just some things well, that I've never listened to. There are just some, some things. things. I don't understand how this is where. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> Let's All get right. started. 12 steps for self care. Mother, would you like to let us know what the first step for self care is? 
I will like to let you guys know, or would, the first step. (laughs) If it feels wrong, don't do it. (laughs) What happened? I'm like crying. I'm crying again. Okay, so from my experience, I would say I do not follow. Okay, if it's regarding self-care... I would probably listen to myself. Like, it feels wrong to work out today. Go for it, girl. Don't work out today. (laughs) It feels wrong to not eat this cheeseburger and break the diet. You're right, mind. Go ahead and eat that cheeseburger. Um, So I can see, you know, how it goes with that. But in life in general, sometimes if I see things that are a challenge, I will challenge myself to conquer them. Hence, I went down a slip and slide on July 4th weekend <laughs> and it felt wrong, but other people did it. So I did it. And I hurt uh, myself that's very badly. Pressure. <laughs> yeah. pressure. No one said, Brittany, you have to do this. No. It doesn't have to be spoken. Mm. Interesting. Mm. for another day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Court? I would say, I think it depends on where the wrong <laughs> feeling is coming from. So does it feel wrong because you have some kind of fear or anxiety or a negative past experience and you just don't want to push forward? Or does it feel wrong like it's your gut instinct and it's not something you should do? Like, you know, when I wake up in the morning, sometimes it feels wrong to get out of bed. <laughs> it's, it's like, I should just stay there. <laughs> but, you know, I have to push past that and get out of bed, you know? So I would say, I think what this is talking about, though, I would agree with. I feel like if something just instinctually feels wrong instinctually feels wrong then yes you shouldn't do it (laughs) or i would at least say counsel with somebody talk to somebody about it before you make that decision you know but what okay in the realms of self-care i can easily see this happening you're like i should work out you haven't worked out in a while yeah (laughs) and you're like (laughs) oh man (laughs) you speaking to somebody (laughs) Now, who do I point to? <laughs> I don't know who I pointed to there. But, like, if your body in the back of your head is like, this feels wrong. <laughs> this just feels wrong. It's like, you're right. You're, you're just so right. So I feel like, also, if this is about self-care, whether it's working out, dieting, or doing something that helps you, maybe if it feels wrong, you should do some yes. deep thinking and make sure it's not just you trying to push be, be old you and make excuses. But, yeah, I think you, know. you have to make the distinction between feeling wrong and feeling good. This might not feel good, but it's mm. the right thing to do versus something that just feels mm. wrong. I think there's a, probably a difference there, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom? Oh, my God. You guys said a lot. It's like, yes, I agreed with you. Yes, I agreed with you. Oh, my God. I, and then in trying to, like, keep up with the, well, I'm going to listen and take in what you guys are saying instead of trying to formulate a response. I'm just going to answer. I agree with it. <laughs> Daddy ho. All right, then. It's All right. Next, yeah. <laughs> okay. Number two, say exactly what you mean. Yes. Yes, and why is that, Courtney? For example, for example, <laughs> many times, <laughs> let's say with my significant other, 
I dance around a subject instead of just saying what I mean. And, you know, like, wow, nobody's vacuumed in a while. Versus, could you do me a favor and run the vacuum? <laughs> One, it makes me sound less snarky. Two, I think self-care wise, it, it's less stress. Isn't it just easier to just say, hey, can you just run the vacuum for me? Versus, wow, no one's vacuumed or being indirect and then getting flustered or stressed out or annoyed when he doesn't pick up the hit. So that's just one example I feel like in many, but I think, like I said, self-care wise, it's good to be direct, but with gentleness, you know, I don't think we have to be rude about it. I think that there's a way to be direct without being impolite. So that's my two cents. Mom, you go first so I don't say it. <laughs> He's going to be like, I you might want to say I was just going to say, I agree. Now, I think um, when I think about the two sexes, men and, well, okay, okay, all right, let's Uh-oh. not go there. When I think. On <laughs> <laughs> topic, pause, restart. Uh-oh. All right, let's just, just go back to basics, men and women. I think from my experience, what I've seen is a lot of times women will dance around the topic or dance around, you know, something in the hopes that their significant other will get what they're saying or get what they're getting at, right? When in reality, I've seen this many times happen, men are not mind readers. I think they're just very, uh, what's the word? Lateral, single, single task, single, yeah, linear. Thank you. They're very linear. So... (laughs) (laughs) I think you should open it back up, though. I think you should keep it same distance. They're they're, they're very linear. They're not mind readers. So it's not that I'm not giving them credit. It's just the way that men are built. So I think a lot of times in terms of self-care, when it comes to a relationship with your significant other, specifically when your significant other is a man, I think you're setting yourself up for disappointment because oftentimes they don't get that hint. Well, you didn't say that you wanted me to vacuum. You just said, wow, it hasn't been vacuumed in a long time. That doesn't mean, David, go vacuum, right? So in this instance, I say say exactly what you mean is, I, I agree with that 100%. Brittany, you're up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I time to think about this one now because I waited. I think I'm different than the two of you because I always say exactly what I mean before I even think about it. Like if something happens, I'm just like, uh, excuse me, what? Did you mean to do it this way? Or did you mean to say this? Hmm. Um, and it gets me in trouble a lot. And you guys have both experienced this <laughs> where someone will say something to me and I immediately pop off and I'm like, come again. This is exactly what I'm meeting right now. Um, so there's there's a caveat to this. Of, like For me, if I look at this, I need to take it as, yeah, say exactly what you mean, but check your tone mm-hmm. and your intentions before you say it. Um, but yeah, I think I'm a little bit different in that sense because I don't think I really hop around something. If I'm upset, I'm going to let you know immediately. And it might start with like a, hmm, that was your evening. Hmm? Oh, ask me about mine. Well, this is everything I did, you know. Um, but another side, like story to this about, you know, guys being linear. You're so you're so correct. It's funny. We're watching a TV show called The Terminalist and there is – this uh, scene in an episode where he's like, he calls this man his uncle. They're very close family friends. Something happens, yada, 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 and the wife comes in and she's basically just like, um, because of your actions, don't ever come back. 
And he goes, and she walks away. And I'm like, excuse me, come back. Let's talk about this. Why are you saying this to me? And like, they won't, they're just okay. Like they'll, they can take a comment and be like, I'm going to process it done. Whereas I feel like if it was, she said it to a girl or one of oh, us. Oh yeah, I'd be, be all over like, you. Yeah. Why? What happened? Can you please explain yeah. to me talk about this? Yeah. So those are my thoughts on that comment. Well, all right yes. then. All right. Number three, don't be a people pleaser. Steps for self-care. My comment on this, I'll go first this time, is I spent a good portion of my life uh, pleasing other people. Especially as a teacher, I would always take on tasks for other people because I wanted to help them out. I would always keep saying yes. But as my old principal once told me, she she always said, make sure you fill your bucket. I thought that was the strangest thing at first. But when you think about it, you have a bucket. It needs to be full. And when you keep doing other things for other people, you're poking holes in it and it's leaking out or you're pouring out of your bucket. You have to remember to fill back your own bucket and make sure your bucket is full. So in terms of self-care, um, it is definitely important to, instead of expending all of your time helping everybody out and pleasing other people, to take the time and fill your bucket and take care of yourself. Um, I always say you can't love somebody else until you learn to love yourself. Same mm-hmm. thing. And this sounds wrong, but you, I don't want to say like, you can't please other people <laughs> until you please yourself. But it, 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 <laughs> very well. but, uh, it makes perfect sense. You can't spend all of your time expending your energy towards other people if you're not spending any time for yourself. For example, for self-care, if you're not going to, if you're going to spend, you know, 30 minutes 45 minutes an hour working for somebody else or helping their situation out because they need it. And you could have been using that time to either meditate, journal, read a book, work out, you know, meal prep for the week. You're losing time to, you know, care for yourself. So I would say in terms of that, yeah, always take the time to care for yourself first before you start expending everything to everybody else. Agreed. Courtney. Um, When I think of people pleasing in my experience, Um, it often comes down to trying to keep the peace. So I'm just going to, I'm just using this as an example. On Christmas, I'm going to go to this house, this house, this house, this house, because I don't want to make anybody upset because I don't, I want to keep the peace. So I'm people pleasing in that I'm going to do what others expect of me and others want of me um, so that nobody gets upset. Nobody gets frustrated with me and everybody is happy. I don't want to be the reason. I don't want to be you know, yeah, the reason that somebody gets upset. However, I have learned in life that that is like a false piece because number one, if there's conflict, I can't make it to everybody's house and I'm going to go ahead and try to make it to everybody's house. Who's the person who ends up stressed out? Me. I don't enjoy my Christmas. I don't get to, you know, make those memories because I'm so worried about making sure that everybody else is happy with my decisions for that day. So I would just say people pleasing for me, if you find yourself people pleasing to try to avoid conflict or just keep everybody happy, consider maybe that you're not necessarily keeping real peace. You have a false peace because while others may be content, you are stressed out and being ripped apart inside. So I think it's super important for self-care, just like Brittany said, to care for yourself, but also draw boundaries. I think it's perfectly okay to say, you know what, I'm only going to this house on Christmas. Sorry, everybody, we just don't want to run around. Next Christmas, we'll come to your house. 
yes, people might get upset, but they'll get over it. So just my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Mom, how about you? So I, when we originally talked about it, yes, I took, I looked at it from your perspective, Court. Uh, But now that I'm reading this again, what I'm actually looking at this in terms of self-care is uh, don't be a people pleaser. In other words, don't continue to do things because you're always looking to please somebody. That's what your, that's what your goal is. I'm going to do this because I just want to make you happy. I'm going to, I'm going to do that for you or, you know, there's, there's a, there's a line that you draw if it makes you happy as well. But if you're only doing something for somebody because it makes them happy, like you're always looking for that, that, so what I'm looking for. Like you're, you're doing Um, it to get affirmed in yourself. Yeah. If you're looking for it in others, then I think that's a very dangerous place to be. So uh, I looked at it from that perspective and definitely you can't be a people pleaser when it comes to looking at it from that perspective. from that perspective, I think if that's how you approach life, that's a pretty strong indication that you have some inner work to do. If you're looking for people to give you that affirmation and that security in, in and of yourself, yeah. I would say listen to episodes one through ten. Ma- <laughs> Back to what you were saying, though. We've talked about this before because, like, uh, always going to New York was an issue when you guys all lived up there. And then now when, like, when when, when we live – when hello, you guys live in Raleigh for a while, like, when Pow Pow was still in where he used to be, it was like, okay, he lives, like, an hour away you're like a 40 actually you're like an hour from mom how i'm 40 minutes from mom 45 minutes yeah Yeah. okay so it was like okay if we're gonna come up to raleigh for two days like a night and a day and leave the next day it's okay i want to see everybody and if i don't see this person i don't want them to get upset so this time we're gonna have to stay at this person's house and this time we're gonna have to visit between all it was very very stressful until i think we Mm -hmm. had this conversation and finally Mm -hmm. like you know this time i'm gonna stay at palpo's uh, if you want to come see me, I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, But it was. And for a while, because I just, I did want to see everybody. I wanted to make everybody happy. But um, you're right. At the same time, if, if we're coming to visit and, and you're trying to, you know, share love and see family, if you're spending the whole time stressing out about all that, is that time, was that time even right. like worth it? Because then it makes it, every time you do that trip, it makes it like, oh my gosh, this is not even a vacation. This is going to be freaking going here to there, high stress, you know, making sure we can get to this person at this time. If we had to bring Sky, like, will this person allow Sky in the house? So, yeah, great point to bring And I think that ties directly in with one of the other points that we made, which was be direct when you speak. Say what you mean. Because in that case, say what you mean. Just for you to just, if you were to tell everybody, yeah, I'm coming to see everybody, and then just didn't, then that's a problem. But if you directly say, we're not going to exactly what you said. I'm going to this house. If you see me, you see me. If not, next time we come, we'll come to your house. You know, being just very mm-hmm. direct and not leaving anything yeah. to question or chance, which I will say in our family still doesn't seem to work because everybody still has their own different <laughs> idea as to what happened, what transpired in the conversation. <laughs> you have to start recording the conversation and then posting it in the family chat yes. as, as a record. <laughs> this was the conversation. <laughs> Oh, yes. Goodness. All right, Martha, next one. Yeah, we beat that one, huh? <laughs> All right. Number four, trust your instincts. Mom, you should go first. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> I think it's that it's that sixth sense. I think a lot of um, when I think of this in terms of self care, you need to pay attention to your body, and I'll use this um, in the situation of working out. I have actually experienced something terrible that happened a few years back. I had gotten up. I was exhausted. I'm like, you know what? I should I should just not work out today. And I ended up just – actually, I didn't go work out. I went for a run. And I had Gunner with me. And I ended up um, tripping. And I ended up getting this big gouge in my knee. Not only that, when I got home, I limped all the way home. When I got home, um, used the shower downstairs because I couldn't walk upstairs. I got out of the shower. I was so exhausted. I actually rolled my ankle. That was that big boot that you had, Courtney. That I that's what I had to use that for because I rolled my ankle. I, I had a high ankle sprain. Are you okay? <laughs> what was that noise? It was like the winds of God came through my head. <laughs> I heard that too. I was like, <laughs> "Wow!" Okay. All right, all right. Enough of me. Okay, I'm done speaking. How about one of you two? Wait, pause. You Chris. used a boot. You used a boot for a sprained ankle. I had a high sprained ankle, and I had to keep it um, immobilized. But you already so, had the boot. No, I had to buy it. You bought a boot for a sprained ankle. It was bad. I couldn't. I just- it was, it went up to my knee. Um, the and it was, No, 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 the boot. You asked me if I bought a boot. <laughs> Listen to yourself. The sprain was very bad. I had, it was, um, my, my whole ankle was swollen and I had to keep it mobilized where you couldn't just wear, you know, bandages around it. You had to keep your knee and your ankle. Say it like, again, immobilized. <laughs> I feel like I feel like remember when I told you I sprained my ankle I feel like first of all I was just like I'm gonna be okay it was swollen as heck and I couldn't walk for days but I was no, like, maybe you should have seen I saw a doctor and the doctor gave me the boot it's not like I just bought a boot just to buy a boot it was it was black and blue and it was swollen I could not walk on it I had a um mobilized <laughs> compression elevation I did all those things did you see a doctor did you see a doctor for my arm too I haven't been able to move my arm in four days and I'm finally able to move it I was like I'm not gonna go see a doctor like it's fine no mine was bad because I heard a big pop same I had to I I sat there for five minutes screaming Ah, I thought I broke I thought I broke like you should have seen a doctor that's fine I, I stumbled back home I put some ice on it Oh, okay. Hold on one second. I think he wants to be part of the podcast. Hey, you're part of the podcast. Say hello. He said, oh, God. He said, let me get out of here. Guys, I got to go. Love you guys. I can't even see who that was. It was Trusted and Danny. The one who played, uh, 
Our uh, old friend. Oh, Justin. Destiny okay. with. Justin. Justin, the Lord of all your heart. Justin. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Um, Go ahead. I where was we actually reading, and I don't know where or when I was reading this, but I remember reading it that um, the human brain has the ability to piece together a lot of different information. And so sometimes when you have an instinct about something, it's actually your brain kind of connecting a whole bunch of dots to tell you don't do this or do this. Usually it's not just like a random like feeling in the air, like, oh, my instinct is telling me I should do this today. Usually it's something that your brain is like piecing together to kind of give you that instinct. So I do believe there's some scientific evidence yeah, to back what's... up that gut feeling theory, but yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because your brain, we've talked about this before, your brain is constantly pulling right. in information. Whether or not you're right. aware of it or not, you are constantly pulling in information. So yeah, trust your instincts or at least take a second to be like, hmm, let's think about this. And I would agree, just like you said, mom, it's okay to take the cheat day. Like Caroline doing her workouts, I'd rather work out Monday through Friday, but she takes mm-hmm. a break on Thursdays and it bothers me. But sometimes it's like, holy cow, like I actually need this day off. She's so right. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, maybe this, this, this diet, like maybe I need a day to just revamp or have like a cheat day. That's totally okay to trust your instincts. And this is totally random, but I think you guys are the only ones that will know. Do you remember playing Pokemon yes. Puzzle? Yes. Okay. When you were playing Rocket League, James at some point goes, trust your imagery. <laughs> Do you remember the random, the random things they would say as you're playing? Very random. Moments okay. With that There's kind of that. a game, if your brain is moving so fast, you're not really thinking. You're just... Oh, I was, you, 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 if you heard some of the things that they say now, you'd be like, oh my yeah. God, that's from that. That's from that game. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse, mm-hmm. <laughs> Team Rocket, blast off at the speed of light. Surrender now or prepare to be out. That's right. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Off topic. <laughs> Next one. All right. Are we done with trust, trust your instincts? Trust your instincts. So. Yes. Trust your instincts. <laughs> All right. Number five, never speak badly about yourself. Oof. Uh, oof. Oof. I agree with this. I think we've talked about this before, but if you talk bad about yourself, you're allowing other people to do yep. so. Yep. You're setting up a path for yourself that is built for destruction. You're not setting yourself up for success. You're not believing in yourself. And every time you talk down to yourself, it's like, for me, you're metaphorically closing doors of all of the things that you had in mind that you want to do and all the goals that you have. When you're talking bad about yourself, you shut that door and you 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 block that pathway from getting to that. So I would say, yeah, like learn to, it's a whole mindset that we've talked about, listen to episodes <laughs> one through 10. But why, why are you talking bad about yourself? What's happening? What have you trained yourself to do that you constantly think bad about yourself? And talk down to yourself and address that first. You should, you should, oh, you should be your biggest fan. Like, you better get a girl. You better get a girl. Hey, hey. That's my thoughts on that. (laughs) All right, number six. (laughs) Wait. Nobody else has something to add. I this is a big struggle of mine, is what I'll say. So yes, I agree that this is something that is good for your self-care. That's what I think. 
Okay, did I cover it all? <laughs> I will just say, like, I don't want to get so deep into it because I know that we're talking about, you know, how to care for yourself. So I don't want to get into like my issues. But for me, I tend to talk like I'm very toxic to it to myself. It's it's very bad. I am toxic. But it usually falls in line with and they yell at me, Britt, but my workout, my diet, how I'm feeling. The way I talk to myself is reflective of how I how I'm actually feeling physically, um, yeah. and so when I'm feeling like because yeah. the truth is we we just moved a month month ago and I haven't really I'm, I'm constantly busy up all hours of the night working doing all kinds of things so I haven't made that time for myself yet to kind of get back into the swing of working out and so I've gained weight all of none of my summer clothes fit I'm I'm living in like whatever sweats so it's like you know, I just feel bad about myself, about how I look, about how I physically feel. And so what I'm trying to do, I haven't gotten to the place yet where I'm talking positively to myself, but I am in the place where when I start speaking negative about myself, I stop it and I just have no thoughts and I just like change the subject in my mind. Like I'm like, okay, stop. I'll just think of something else. But I have to continue that journey and start to speak positive to myself, not just stop the negative thoughts. So I'm aware of it. I am working on it, but it's it's a it's a tough, tough one for me. So to that point, I think of Mel Robbins when she says, No, I'm not doing this. We're not doing this. So when you have when you start to talk badly about yourself, I think it's it's a an opportunity, if you can, to do that Mel Robbins thing. No, we're not we're not doing this. And then try and find things that you have done that are positive in that day. So, wow. Okay. I might not have worked out and okay. So I gained 10 pounds, but look at this. I've got my, my house is all set up. We're in my house now. Um, you know, where we've been living out of other people's houses for 10 months, we're here now. And I have the opportunity now to make a home for me, my husband and my kids, or, you know, whatever it might be, it might not necessarily be moving into a new home. Maybe it's, you know, you haven't worked out. Um, and, you look at it from a different perspective in terms of, well, I've been spending my time doing this hobby or I've been spending my time, you know, learning how to play an electric guitar that I just got. <laughs> I know, right? Um, you have you have plenty of books you need to go through. You know, I have books, but can you see my guitar? guitar? <laughs> look at that. <laughs> it came today. I'm so excited. My hands hurt. I was like stressed. Anyways, yeah. um, so yeah, I think I think when in order to practice self-love for yourself, right? When those situations come up where you start to talk badly about yourself, it really is a maybe a bracelet. Mm-hmm. Switch mm-hmm. a bracelet and say, "Okay, this is negative thinking. Let me try something else." Just to snap yourself out of it because I think the more you do it, the more you're aware of it that's when you can start to change things. I also think that I have to learn to love my body no matter what it looks like. I may not be happy with Mm. where I'm at physically, but I have to learn to love myself regardless of where I'm at physically. So that's my challenge is how I look is very much tied to, to how much I love myself. And it's like a vicious cycle because now if I don't love how I look now, I'm not going to, well, whatever. I'm just going to have that brownie at midnight because who the hell cares? I'm, I'm not fit right now anyway. So, and then it's just like that vicious cycle, you know? Yeah. Anyway, we can go on to number six. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, no worse. I was stopping on this because I, I, 
I, I, I get what you're saying. A lot of people will say, learn to love your body and learn to love yourself. But like I have said in previous podcasts, until I started doing the work, I hated myself. Every time I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, you suck. You don't work out. You look terrible. You used to look better. You were weak. You are nothing. I would do that every time I looked in the mirror. So you're, I, I think it's easy for people to say, learn to love the body that you're in. But it's very mm-hmm. difficult to do that. So, no, you, I, I, I agree with you. It's totally okay to think that. It's totally, maybe it's not, I'm using the wrong words. I'm with you on that, that we think the same way. Um, I think, though, um, something that you could do, like, whenever you start feeling that way, just do a couple squats like you used to do. Don't do a full workout. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just do a couple squats or do some calf raises and just start. When, whenever you just, just from um, what mom was saying from that book, um, every time you think that thought about yourself, do a couple of whatever you can, whatever you can. And that way you start training your body that, that when you start thinking those thoughts, you actually change it with actionable mm-hmm. action. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Does that make sense? But totally random, but also on topic, you were fully, <laughs> fully pregnant with Sammy and weighed less than me. <laughs> You look good, girl. You still look fabulous. You know fabulous. what it is? It's the old clothes because I packed away all my clothes last summer when we left New York. And now a year later, I'm unpacking them, putting them on, and they don't fit. So that's like an, an in-your-face kind of, you gain yeah. weight. You are not small oh, yeah. anymore. <laughs> you need to buy bigger clothes. Boo. <laughs> like every time I put something Boo. on, I'm like, oh, God. Why can't I gain weight yeah. in, like, my boobs or my butt? It's got to be in the belly. Sucks. Mm. anyway yeah that's yeah. just the way it is that's just that the song i know is. some things will never change okay <laughs> we have one more one more yes uh never give up on your dreams <laughs> i love that one no, what did you never say give up, but i said never surrender <laughs> never surrender <laughs> never give up on your dreams what do you guys think? Never give up on your dreams. I agree. Mom, you should go first. Go ahead, Mom. <laughs> um, never give up on... Yeah. I, I, I think it's it should be the thing that keeps you going. Um, you know, we talked, guys, about all the brews, right? I still have that vision in my head where... We're not there yet, right? But I'm not giving up on that. I think it what it's what keeps you going. Um, my our real estate business it's stalled, but I have dreams that I am not going to be working. I'm going to be traveling as much as I possibly can. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think the time that you stop dreaming is the time. Okay, this is morbid, but you're you're done. You're dead, right? <laughs> um. I know I'm repeating myself as far as uh, it's what keeps you going. It For me, at least, it does. Um, I'm losing my train of thought here. So somebody no, jump in I think, quickly. I think you're totally on the right track. Like, if you have nothing to live for, or hope for, or dream for, that is, like, death almost. And when it comes to self-care, if you have dreams about self-care, like we've talked about before, if the dream seems too grandeur, and you can never make it there. Like we've talked about, take that dream, break it down into actionable steps, 
And if those steps are too big, break those down even more and start knocking those, those checklists off. And soon you'll see that it is more easily done than you thought it was. And as you start checking off those boxes, you're going to be reaching and stepping closer and closer, higher to those goals and dreams that you have set for yourself. So never, never give surrender. up. Never, never surrender. I think the thing too, though, is that oftentimes people don't, don't take that step towards their dreams because they're afraid. And when they actually start to take the step, it's like, oh my God, why, why didn't I do this earlier? Wait, it's nothing, you know, it's in terms of what I was afraid of. So yeah, sorry. I just wanted to add that in there too. That's good. I think that dream for me, I don't, uh, you know, really use the word dreams because for some reason I just liken it to like, you know, when you're four years old and you're like, I want to be a unicorn, you know, like I want to fly, be an unicorn. <laughs> that's what I want to be. I think Emma told me a, a couple months ago that she really wanted to be a Ninja Turtle, like an actual mutant. And I was like, well, <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen. But, um, so I just, you know, I replace it with, with things I want to achieve, my aspirations makes it a little more realistic for me. And I think that depending on where you are in life, those can change. You can have long-term things that you'd like to accomplish someday. And then you'd like to have things that you'd like to accomplish within the next week, month, year. So I think it's good to have many different things that you're always trying to achieve. I think you're in a dangerous place when you feel content with where you are, where you don't have any motivation to do anything, learn something new. Even if, if you don't have the money to go back to school, if you don't, whatever, ha have resources at the moment to accomplish huge things. I don't think we should still just be content with where we are. I think we should always be striving to be better, learning something new. The internet is at your fingertips. You can literally read and learn anything you, you want. So, um, I would agree. Never give up on your dreams. Never give up on your, um, the things that you aspire to become. Um, but exactly what Brittany said, break it down into actionable, actionable, actionable actions, actionable steps. <laughs> um, and I think it's okay to be realistic with, with where you are in life. Like right now, if I want to go back to school and become X, Y, Z at this moment today, it's not reasonable. And if I do push myself to do it, what am I at? What, what cost am I doing at right now? doesn't mean I can never do it. Mm -hmm. It just means that that's something I'm going to push for now, but I'm still going to keep it in mind. You know what I mean? So I, I think that you have to use wisdom. I think that you have to plan things, right? All those things. I just, um, if you ever find yourself in a place where you're content and you have nothing that you want to do, then, you know, that's not really the best place to be. So that's my two cents on that one. That's it. I love it. You guys, I have to pee so bad. So pee. No wait. <laughs> I can't even say that. We have to. Who ha whoever wants to talk next, talk. I'm just gonna run away and pee, or you can wait Here's for me. Some? Yes, I think that was it. I went, and then Should Courtney we went. Song while we're waiting. Okay. We're closing close. now. We're closing up. Okay, I can, I can, I can do it. Somebody close us out. Hold Here we go. Down. Hold down the fort. I also really like these, Mom. I'm glad that you brought these up. And then next episode, we're going to be covering the last six of these of the 12 steps for self-care. So I hope you guys are watching our YouTube yes. channels. Who's closing yes. this out, guys? YouTube. I can do that. Okay. I haven't done it in such a long time. I'm sweating. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to be with us today. 
uh, check us out on YouTube, but please continue to support us, subscribe and like our podcast, as well as rating us on Apple and Spotify. And if you love this episode, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag us at wayward underscore lasses. Guys, if you're not following us on Instagram or on our YouTube channel, shame, shame. Boo. <laughs> Come on, there's so many things that we're doing now. We're spreading our wings. We're still giving you tips and tricks and short stories. Send us some love on our, on our <laughs> Wayward Lasses Facebook community page. And don't forget, if there's a topic you would love for us to cover, please email us at waywardlasses at gmail.com and our website, www.waywardlasses.com, where we've got our podcasts that you can listen to. We've got my blog. We've got a storefront there. We've got some resources there for all the past podcasts that we've done. Um, so check it out there. And Courtney, why don't you close us out for the I final words? She's dying right now. Should I drag this out? I'm dying. Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, thank you guys again for joining us.